Welcome to episode number four of The Coach's Couch. So in today's episode, we're going to be speaking about the secret to dieting and losing fat and getting results every single time. Just tell me, Fraser, what is the secret to dieting? There's no secret. That's it. That's it. See you next week. Thank you. Thanks for coming. (laughs) So basically, like... Um, it's, it's all started because of fads that there's, there's secrets to dieting that is just so simple calorie deficit that's literally it if you look at any fad that's literally all they, they try and do is find up a new way of putting you into a calorie deficit it's kind of like um, the kind of analogy I always use is like there's melon one way to skin a cat right but the thing is is that they are kind of packaging this result in all these different like formats like do keto do paleo do this diet do that do five two fasting whatever but at the end of the day or every single diet that you do the only reason that you're losing fat is because you're in a you're in a caloric deficit which basically means um your body is taking in less energy than it's using basically on a daily basis it's as simple as that that is that is fundamentally the only way that you can lose body fat um and like Fraser was saying a second ago, it's like, like it's in the fitness industry. It seems to be over overly simplified, but out with the fitness industry, it's overly complicated, and it's it's all these kind of different ways to to. It's basically all the same thing, but it's just a different. It's just, there's just different ways to do it. You you, you hear those so many. It's because there's like so many celebrities and so many people that are like people follow that then start preaching different methods that. People feel like, oh, should they, they seem smart, they're rich, so they, they must be smart to be rich. I'll copy what they do. Mm. And it's just so stupid. It, it's just so, 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 so stupid. So, 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 so stupid. So, 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 so stupid. And like, you do feel like, sometimes you feel like, sometimes you feel, like, for us especially, we feel like a bit of a broken record sometimes. <laughs> and and it's like, do you know the funniest, the funniest thing about it is, is like, it is, it, it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this is easy. Dieting isn't easy. I think there is like a lot of the PTs who say, oh, it's simple. A lot of people here in their head, it's easy. But there's a big, massive difference between something that's simple and something that's easy. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. Do you know what I mean? So I think for some people, because you're told, right, okay, eat a bit less than you're already eating. Maybe maybe increase your output, like your steps or whatever, by like maybe 30% of what you're already doing. And you'll lose body fat. People in their head go, ah, nah. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too, that can't be true. It's, yeah. too, it's too easy the to be true. That's a simple formula. Exactly. It's too easy to be true. It's got to be some sort of complicated, fucking mad diet that some crazy dietitian had created at my expense in my bank account, and also that, that it has to be zero carbs. It's got to be. It's got to be. Aye. It, 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 do you know what I mean? It's like just eating what you're already eating, but less just sounds too simple to people. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know why people overcomplicate it. I feel like I, I feel like as well you're talking about like you feel like you repeat yourself on Instagram that's how I generally can't post as much because I just feel <laughs> I've made this post about three fucking times already in the last month I say that as if I post three times in a month anyway but yeah. that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one three times in a month good job Fraser gold star Aye. oh that's funny but like it, it genuinely is though it's like the thing is there's a lot of people who say like what should my calories be right and to be honest with you it, it, it's funny because it, it depends, right? But it's going to change from day to day. Like, let's just say on Monday you you had a day where you had to go shopping and you had to also do a lot of kind of 
running errands and all that stuff, right? Then on Tuesday, you were just working from home. We rode all up, run the what? Errands. Is, is that a right word? No. <laughs> running errands? Errands! <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Errands! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's killing me. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> you may have a day where you get like a high output where you're running errands. Errands? 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 I don't even know. Errands. Errands. Right. You may have a day where you're, you're, at, you're physically busy, right? Just because you're busy sitting on a computer all day doesn't mean you're actually busy, like physically. So, you might find that your output on certain days is a lot higher than other days so therefore your calories will be a lot higher than the other days so I think it's like some people are looking for an exact number all the time but instead I think what you need to do is you just kind of need to look at your your kind of average like your average daily intake and just cut that out by like even just 20% to start halfway start taking your measurements start weighing yourself and you'll probably start to notice a, a loss right away and again people will say to me Harry that just sounds too simple there's no way that's going to work but trust me it's like literally where you start and then you just kind of take it for there. Yeah, part, part of the, everyone's issue is that when people start a diet, they want results yesterday. Oh, aye. Like, everyone's so impatient with it. Like, if everyone's like, why would I diet for, or would say diet, make better changes, I effectively diet for 20 weeks when I could do it in eight mm-hmm. and like crash and kill myself and burn myself out in no time. It's, for a lot of people, when you're at the starting point of it, you have got horrible habits. That's the best way of putting it. You've got horrible habits. You're lazy. You're eating shit food. Your habits are all just fucking horrible. Um, and it, what you need to look at it when you start a diet is you want to take stuff that you enjoy and then you want to actually kind of acknowledge the shit habits you've got and change them, try and develop better ones, whether it be a case of at night I come in from work and I don't do fuck all. Mm. Well, either go to the gym and train or go a walk or do something that's a little bit more active instead of just being permanently sat in your arse all day. It's better choices like that that are going to actually help you. Like, it is calorie deficit. Now, your food could technically be high, but your expenditure could be really high. Still, calorie deficit, still a calorie yeah. def- deficit. That's fucking hard to say. Think fast. <laughs> calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. I know. And um, like you were saying before, like... The way I see it is, is like if you've spent years with really bad habits, right? First of all, you're going to have to fucking fix your habits, right? But we're not. Even, I'm not even going to talk about it just yet, right? So you spent like you spent maybe years upon years accumulating body fat, like just. I know I don't know if this is a good analogy to use to people or not, but I'm going to try it anyway. So, like you're building, you're kind of building, you're accumulating fat over time, right? Imagine that as like almost like a savings account. You're just putting into your savings account over and over and over for years and years and years right and at the end at the end of those years you're going to be right brilliant we've got hundreds of an accumulation of money here right now I want you to think of body fat like this but obviously having money is a positive thing having body fat not so much if it's too much so you're accumulating body fat over time over years and a lot of people think all this body fat that I've accumulated over years I'm going to just strip in six or eight weeks in the first six or eight weeks if you lose a bit of weight, brilliant. If you lose a bit of body fat, brilliant. But the most important thing you can do over those kind of first six to eight weeks is fucking nail all your um, habits. Like, 
getting your getting your calories on point, like eating maybe four or five meals a day. And I know when it comes to fat loss, you're kind of your how many meals you have a day doesn't really matter. But what does matter is that you're eating healthier, you're putting yourself in a routine, and you're get you're you're just kind of making better choices. And obviously, as your habits get better. The byproduct of that is just that you're going to lose body fat, yeah. and you're going to be fitter, and you're going to be healthier. And if you're in your forties or plus, you're probably going to add a lot of years onto your life as well. Yeah, yeah. We're in a habit as well where we call anything that you eat a meal. Aye. Aye. We just. It's just a meal. It's just a meal. It's just a meal. But, but, but some for some reason there's the anti bodybuilding crew that seem to hop on that phrase like, like oh you shouldn't be eating five meals and then you look at it but they're eating five times a day because they're taking in snacks and stuff like that. And you're like, Differences it fucking make. But anyway, um, yeah, no, the, the, I, I agree with that. It's something you tend to find as well at the beginning of any diet phase. Especially, I hate PTs that start posting stuff like, oh, four week transformation. And you're like, you've not, four weeks isn't going to have actually taken off any fat. See, at the beginning of any diet phase, when you start making better changes and you cut out shit, like the usual one, a lot of people cut out is alcohol. And it, the, at that beginning bit, it's going to be water and inflammation that people just Aye. drop off. And if you get a hell of good transformation or weight drop at the beginning, it honestly just screams out how mostly fucked up your body was. Like this was like a, this wasn't like a good choice. It was like a desperate choice that you had to make to kind of go into a diet. I think there's two 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 kind of ways you can put it. So obviously, what you just said there, right? But I think this is where a lot of people get like totally their head fucked up with like body before and after pictures that happen in like six or eight weeks. <clears throat> because you've got, let's just say you've got Paul, right, who's never trained a day in his life, he's overweight as fuck, and he's been training and dieting for four weeks. He'll probably see all right results, and he's probably not going to be as consistent as the next person I'm going to speak about. Then just say you've got Paul number two, right? I'm just going to be so original here. <laughs> Paul two, right? Paul two's been training for five years, he's got a shitload of muscle, right? But COVID happened and he put a bit of body fat on, right? And in six weeks, he will be able to change his body pretty drastically through the fact that he's got a decent training experience and also that... Um, <laughs> so, he's got decent training experience, he's probably got an understanding of how to diet and he knows exactly how his body works as well. So he'll probably see really good results in six weeks in body fat, not to mention like muscle memory and things like that as well. Um, and when you're burning fat, if you've got more muscle it's going to happen a lot easier anyway so I think like when you see those kind of quick transformations you kind of need a bit of context behind it whether is that person just started or has that person been at it for a while but also like what you want to be kind of looking at is kind of long term like what can I do in six months to twelve months and like a quote I like to use my clients is, is people underestimate how much they can do in a short time um, sorry overestimate what they can do in a short time but underestimate what they can do in a long period of thing yeah, that's whenever anyone starts a diet, it's like, see in a year's time, where do you want to be? Do you want to be back where you are or, or do you want to be better? And then it's a case of look at the changes you're going to make and do you think that you're actually going to be able to make those changes and sustain them to the next this time next year? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to that is no, then what the fuck are you doing? You're not making the right choices. If you are, then that's a, you're onto a winning streak already. That's going to be a winning formula for you. If you're making changes that they're smart, like, okay, I'm decided I'm a lazy bastard, I don't go out ever, I'm going to start out every day by going out a half hour walk every morning and that's something I can definitely sustain. Great, great start, keep that up. Um, yeah, the importance is just good habits, sustainable, that are healthy. Resistance training as well, the example you gave is also a case that I feel like we should touch on. If you've got experience dieting, 
your next diet is always even easier. Yeah, yeah. Like the first diet is always the worst. It's always the one that's the biggest struggle. I always felt that as well. Like as every diet has just gone easier and easier and easier to the point I'm like, I don't feel like I'm struggling. Like this doesn't, this I can't, this can't be working. Aye, aye. But like I think as well, like a lot of people are quite like that as well. Yeah. Um, so this is like they're either like like are the complete opposite. Where like, oh my god, I'm hungry. I need to be full. Mm-hmm. Um, but we already spoke about it before. Um, so. I like so I put a post on Instagram the other day, right? Um, like maybe a week ago or something like that. And I seen a coach on Instagram talking about like the best diet is blah blah blah, right? And I, I basically just took what they said, right? Because I was like, that's a pure shape post. So I want to make it better. So I went and made my own version of it, right? And basically what I said was is like now just about everybody's done some sort of diet at some point, whether it's like fucking a fad diet, whether it's fucking whatever, right? Weight watchers, keto, carnival, everyone's tried everything. Now if you are the only time that you should, the only time you should need to re- revisit a dieting phase is like in my opinion is like when something's coming up or you want to tidy up, right? Mm. It shouldn't be because you fucked your diet. Um, so basically, you tried the diet, then that diet went tits up because you went, you were too restricted, etc., etc. Then you went away back to square one or even follow back, and then you had, and you just get put in this vicious cycle where you're just it's constant, right? Mm. Like. The diet that's right for you is the one that's going to take longer for that one time, right? So I, you might lose a wee bit of weight in six weeks, but you may put it all back on again, then you're back to square one, then you do another six weeks. That's 12 weeks and two six-week dieting phases, right? Let's just say you spend 16 or 18 weeks dieting and you get the results how you want sustainably and you keep it off for a long period of time. You might put a wee bit on later on, book a holiday, then you revisit a dieting phase and it's going to be 10 times easier, but it's going to be sustainable when you know exactly what you need to do and you're not constantly getting in this vicious cycle where you're... Dieting for six weeks, you go tits up, feel like a failure, then you're away back to this bit again, then you're dieting mm-hmm. for six weeks, and it's like, it's almost like at the end of that six weeks, you're like, right, redemption time, back at it again, go hard as fuck, and then, boom, back here again every single time. Like, the diet that's right for you is the one that usually takes the longest, but that's the one that's a sustainable one, and that's the one that's going to allow you to keep the weight off. And like, like I said, like Fraser was saying before, it's like picking foods that you actually enjoy, not just eating things because it's good. For yeah. you, there's no I mean? difference between like yeah, okay, there's healthy foods and then there's board, more unhealthy foods. Like yes, you would turn around and say that a piece of fruit is much healthier than a McDonald's, but a calorie is a calorie. Aye. There's only difference when it comes down to like okay, how much do you digest? How much do you get out of it? Stuff like that. But see, overall, you just need to be thinking. It's like a formula: just what I take in, what I expend. As long as that's negative, then Aye. fucking you're onto a winner. But that's it. You also need to remember as well that you're not going to be able to stay, spend your whole life in a calorie deficit. Yeah. So that's why the slower approach is better because it's going to allow you to kind of like, okay, well, this weekend when I go out, I've got a night out for a friend's birthday or something like that. Okay, I'm going to be over. Okay, you're going to be over. Like, But you're not doing that for trying to cut down as quickly as possible. Aim for a slow, slow diet. You're just trying to aim for better habits allow for there to be days that are going to be bad because mm-hmm. I would say that's one thing that everybody like, from the get go uh, no diet is ever going to be perfect no, no. you're going to need to understand that there's going to be days that shit just go sideways exactly aye and like this is um, this is something that I teach my clients and I'm pretty sure you probably do as well is like if you've got a big event coming up and like you're adamant that you want to make progress that week then we would teach you how to bank your calories at the start mm-hmm. of the week um, basically like, think about it this way right so a lot of people try and exercise a bad diet, right? Or exercise the calories that they went over, right? So let's just say, you know in your head that you've been over 600 calories, right? Now, what's in a Snickers about 300 calories? 
Something like that. Right. Yeah. So basically, just imagine this, right? So I'm a half Snickers. I think they're shite. I fucking love them, man. So just imagine how fast you can eat two Snickers, is right? No. It would probably take you about what the average person about ninety minutes to two hours probably to burn a good six hundred active calories on a treadmill. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it would take you roughly two hours to do that, right? Or alternatively, you can do what we would do, which would be bank your calories, right? So mm-hmm. um, four days that week, you would just cut one hundred and fifty calories at your diet. Mm-hmm. Then you don't need to worry about it, right? It's like it's a weekly average. It's, uh, it's like you look over. As we said, this is all just a numbers game. If you then have then dropped your food 150 calories, if you take that over a week, your calories are going to be no different to that week than what they are going to be on a week that you nailed everything absolutely perfect. Aye, like you said, it's just numbers. And at the end of the day, you'll probably have enjoyed that week a little bit more because you had a social event. Yeah, okay, there might have been a few days where you're struggling because you were having a little bit lower food, but that's just part of the process if you want to drop down. And do you know the thing as well, like what I always get off my clients, see when they have like went out at the weekend and had a pure good weekend and then they've like weighed themselves, uh, obviously I do like daily wins and then they've weighed themselves and they're like obviously the next day, next two days they might be a wee bit heavier but in the next day and then by the time it gets to the next week they've actually dropped, mm-hmm. they're like fuck actually, that shit actually I, works, they, I, feel like it's a, they feel like it's a better win yeah, yeah, because I, they're I, in, like, actually day life stuff. I like it when shit like that happens with clients, like, I don't, I, I don't like it when clients are pure doing it all the time, like ripping arse out. You're like, come on, man, you need, you actually do need to try and make some better choices. But I don't want clients to be pure hermits because I'm like, that's not sustainable either. Aye. Like, you want to be going out and see the ones that are like, oh, I fucked it the weekend, I went out, and I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. It's in the past. You can't do anything about it when it's in the past. Um, just okay, get back on plan. I sometimes argue that about the calorie banking as well. I'd say you always should always try and like plan ahead a little bit for it and do it aye. before instead of after because then aye. some people kind of get caught up in that uh, you're chasing okay, the tail yeah, if you're no, the nah, it's, well. it's more a case of there's like there's a way to fix the repercussions of my actions aye. so like they could do something that if some people emphasis on some people can then kind of go okay well if I do what and fuck it then I just suffer for a few days and then aye. that ends up in a vicious cycle aye, so I'm always like well, for me it's always like the back end of the week like de- like bank your calories before it happens but again like I'll always say to my guys like the problem that we then if they do that all the time 150 calories is, is fuck all right like 200 calories yeah. I'm cool with that right once a month six weeks like you would maybe I'd maybe get some of my guys to like bank like 300 calories if they know they're having a big fucking belter in it right 300 calories, I'm like, right, cool. But the problem then, I kind of get them to do that every week, right? Because if they do that every week, what happens to your training? What happens to your steps? When you're doing your steps and stuff like that, if you've got energy, you're like, brilliant, you're fucking smashing them. In, in the gym, you're progressing your lifts, you're, you're doing amazing. But if you start to drop your calories by a decent amount every single week, then they are going to be affected and they're not going to be as effective. You're not going to be hitting good as good training sessions. You're not going to be increasing your weights. You're going to be potentially fucked and you can't be asked going out and doing steps and things like that. Then that almost gives you like a double impact. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it depends on how hard you go. Like if, if, if it's a pure night out where you end up fucking absolutely mortal. That's what I'm saying, have, like have, once have, every month, six some, weeks. Someone brings a bag. Uh, uh, next next day you're absolutely wrote off and you're not doing anything you don't even want to leave your bedroom yeah that shit's not actually ideal for you uh, yeah um, hours, it, but, if, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes though like see when you have like, a decent night out it's just socialising like you're right. not you've got some restriction but you're actually not enough that it's impacting that you can't enjoy spending time with your friends have a few drinks etc like that a few people come in the next week and are like 
but it's fucking attack it because like, they, they feel mentally refreshed they Aye. feel good they don't feel like they've missed out on shit at the weekend like they just they just feel better Aye, definitely and it's like like I said it's like it's almost like we've been brought up in this kind of generation where it's like you're not allowed to have fun if you want to diet Aye. do you know what I mean and, and, and like it almost like people, it's still ingrained in people's heads you can tell because like when they day go out and have fun and then make progress they're like am I cheating am I doing something wrong here yeah like how am I still making progress and like do you know what I mean um, which I think is always like a bigger win than somebody who's just like who's just losing weight do you know what I mean yeah and you go to Ibiza on diets I do although I do there's only one time I've come back a wee bit heavier but like um, I usually come back later I training up now do you know what I mean yeah Aye. I love training on holidays as well I like for, see for me I don't think training's a pure chore I think like, I get I get like a grumpy cunt if I'm uh, Aye. if I don't train. I'm the same. See if I train, I, I feel just so mentally refreshed. Because even if it's my me time, I like I like, I often train by myself because I just Aye. like put my tunes in and do, go about doing. Oh, hundred percent, man! It's like it's almost like a wee miniature meeting with yourself, almost. And you can kind of just like like any kind of negative thoughts, they just get like left in a gym. Do you know what I mean? Um, Aye, so the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, when we're talking about the secret of dieting and all that kind of sort of stuff is. Shiny object syndrome, right? Um, and I was speaking to Fraser about that just two minutes ago. Well, no, I wasn't because two minutes ago I was doing this podcast. But well before the <laughs> podcast started. Um, and like, you'll know a person like us, right? It's almost like all the gear and the idea. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so the per- the person who's always looking for the next thing, right? So you know yourself, you'll hear like, if you work in an office, you get asked quite a lot, uh, especially with women, right? So they'll come in and they'll be like, right, Danny Weight Watchers and that. Yes, man, going brilliant, blah, blah, blah. And then three weeks down the line, she's doing something else. She's then moved on to Slimming World. Yeah. And then she's then moved on to Just Plus. Probably ends up starting uh-huh. selling Just Plus. Um, <laughs> make a bit of money while you're at it, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Um, and like, it sounds like a real dumb bitch, to be honest. It's just the person who's always just looking for the next thing and never like fully just immersing themselves in the thing that's... The, just the simple things, the things that actually work. They're easily influenced... Um, and this isn't just in fitness it's like it's, it's in pretty much every single industry ever do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, and obviously the people who market they know us as a thing right but it's, like, it's, it's like it's like finance and cryptocurrencies like. oh mate I know man it's like me, it's like me with Apple yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is me with Apple to be fair it's like iPhone 13 comes out and then iTunes, iPhone 14 comes out and they're like right it's got like a it's got a 36 megapixel camera and then you're like, but wait a minute, does the other one not have three 12 megapixel cameras? Is that not the same thing? They've just packaged uh, it to make it sound better. <laughs> but it comes in a new purple colour. Fuck it, I'm sold. <laughs> Everything's the same. 1300 quid. Take it. You see New colour! New colour! I know. Um, but like, instead of like, they're always kind of looking for the next thing and they're always kind of, they're easily sold and easily kind of, the people who are like us are really, really gullible. Um, and they believe that these kind of fad diets I always I brought up keto a couple of times I think keto is the worst for it because obviously you look right away like you lose two you lose seven pounds in two weeks of course you will you're not fucking eating any carbs right um, so I think that's also something that should be taken into account when you're thinking about like your nutrition and your training and eat. again training as well training is another one hit workouts is a shiny object syndrome it's like yeah. this hit workout is going to make you burn all sorts of fat and this one blah 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 it's not going to make you burn any fat if you're not in a calorie deficit it's as simple as that um, do mountain climber, climbers on a fucking cross trainer you seen that mountain climbers on a aye. cross trainer aye no you've seen that 
I've seen an alarm and amount of people do that on my Instagram recently, and I was like, Why can't people not just use equipment the way it's made to be used? Where came from, man? Like, as far as I go, is using equipment the way it's not supposed to be used is like shoulder pressing, like facing anyway. Oh, that, yeah, I've I, I done that, I did a phase of I, that back in pure gym days. We all went through, and then I just I don't get why the fuck cunts feel they need to do that. <laughs> it's honestly the most stupid I, thing ever. I, why the fuck are you doing that? I, it's like, do you honestly think? that all the engineering and all the design <laughs> and all the intellect has actually gone into building that uh, machine. Some that, that guy that was a genius thought, didn't think to try and spin around and do that. Uh, like, ah, that's better. No, nah, it's definitely, that's you've, got, you've, got, you've got to move anyway for it. Um, <laughs> but like, why can't people not just use things the way they're supposed to be used? Like, this is, this, is a, this is the thing that we're talking about, right? Why can people not just keep things fucking simple and stop trying a new next shiny exercise as well like fucking glute kickbacks on a stairmaster like all these mad crazy things like it doesn't actually do anything special it just looks cool like, yeah. it doesn't look cool right it doesn't you look like a fucking idiot <laughs> I, I can't even imagine how that would look seeing somebody like crawling their hands out and like doing their mountain climbers it's bad enough seeing people doing it on a TRX yeah I, I, you know what I always wonder about who's the first cunt to ever do that I like, what do you think man. people people nobody done that before and somebody in the gym saw it like what the fuck? what the fuck and then it just spread like COVID yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this is is there is no secret to dieting but if we said there is no secret to dieting you wouldn't fucking watch it right so click <laughs> 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 um, what we want to kind of explain is is like it needs to be it needs to be simple it needs to be sustainable I'm trying to get something else with S, I could just say S is a three S's, but it's, it's not coming out. But it needs to be simple and sustainable, and just something that you can stick to, and something that you can enjoy. And again, not like, not looking for the next best diet, or the diet that does all this mad crazy shit. The best diet is, is, is basically just the one that suits you, like you need to customise it to, to suit you. There's, if I, kind of, I'm going to finalise this with one bit before I pass you over to Fraser, right? But like, for me, I always say to my clients, if your diet has a name, it's not going to last you any longer than about six or eight weeks. And it's probably mm-hmm. going to be a fad diet and it's probably going to be really hard and really restricted. If you just go, I'm dieting, through your own kind of, and your own, like keeping things... Lifestyle out, choices. I, exactly. If you're dieting through your, using your own lifestyle and your own kind of what, things that suit you, that's the best way to kind of go about things. You're not going to burn out with it. It's going to be easy. It's going to be... Your health overall is going to be better from it. Like the, the, the other reason people need to realise is that this is meant to be for your health as well, Aye. which is why we try and get you get clients to immediately do healthy habits involved being active, etc. Because that's it's not just thinking about how you look and like okay, I want to look like I hold this. You also want to be actually healthy inside at the same time. I mean, you want to be looking at better quality of life. Like, do you ever look at your? Do you still have grandparents? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, and towards the end of their life. Well, I had one side that was really active. Aye. And it was, like, active right up until, like, a certain point, and that was it. But the other ones were, like, not active at all. Aye. And it, their quality of life went straight out of the window. Did you just, I, did I, all, I, the, all the days sit at the kitchen yeah, table? I genuinely Aye. think about that. Like, that's, I genuinely think about, it. like, what one do I want to be? Do I want to be the one that was active right up to the end? Or do I want to be just sat my arse, can't do anything, stuck in a flat, can't socialise? Aye. And that's it. And like you, you don't do anything in your life. And that's like you need to set up those habits now because it's your quality of life. Life is right. That's right until you, you pop your clogs. Exactly. 
Um, it's definitely something to think about. See, especially if like you're at your thirties now, like you're at a point now where you need to be thinking about things like that. And the better kind of the more exercise and the better your diet and habits are, the longer you're going to live, basically. And the better your life is going to be, even if you die early or through some accident or something. <laughs> but like your life will be much better. You like it's like, even things like just fawn and things like that. Like. It, they don't happen as much with people who have exercised all their life. But even if you do, you get back up from it because you're not as fragile. Exactly. But that is us. Yeah. That is episode four, done and dusted. Um, and we'll see you next time.